Clubs were getting faxes. Alerting that Andrew Cage Celsius was going to become available more than a year ago. I have seen faxes and I find that incredible. We did everything we possibly could. And I think you have to look at his agent and say, this is real heavy stuff, this. I mean, some of the meetings with him and the chairman and I, oof, it's incredible. Real godfather stuff. Welcome to the kickoff of Weird Transfers, the series that dives deep into the strange and wonderful from the world of football. Each episode will tell the bizarre story of a player switching clubs. Whether it's a transfer of mistaken identity or a deal that cemented a player's cult hero status at a club, we've got you covered. On this episode, we explore the transfer of Andrei Konchelskis. In the mid-90s, the pace Ukrainian went from the theatre of dreams to Goodison Park. Why would he leave a team challenging for the title? Was it motivated by a personal financial windfall? Was it all his agent's fault? Was the bombing of a president linked to the transfer? Or did Alex Ferguson really push him out? This is the weird transfer of Andre Konchelskis from Manchester United to Everton. Right effect in the centre of midfield. Konchelskis is seeing the whites of the goalkeeper's eyes. He's a one-man demolition team, Andre Konchelskis. Achieving iconic status at not one but two prestigious clubs, Manchester United and Everton, is nothing short of extraordinary. Hailing from the Ukraine, Konchalska started his career in 1986, playing for his hometown team Zerka, before signing for Dynamo Kiev in 1988 on a free. After 27 appearances, he moved to Shakhtar Donetsk in 1990, where he scored three goals in 23 appearances. He courted interest from clubs abroad, and a team who hadn't won a title in 26 years came calling. Manager Alex Ferguson, with an eye for talent, except for maybe Bebe, but we'll come to that later in the series, identified the winger as a justifiable risk for Manchester United. In 1991, Konchalska signed for 650,000, and in truth, he became an integral part of United's triumphs, securing two Premier League titles, playing a pivotal role in their first ever double. Fast forward to the 1994-95 season and Konchalskis was loving life at United. His performances put him on the radar of other clubs. He attracted interest from Juventus, Bayern Munich, Sevilla and Rangers. The fans of the Red Devils were united. They didn't want him to go, so a new contract was signed. But off-the-field antics created headaches for Ferguson. An injury that none of the medical staff could find plagued the winger. He wanted to leave, but United didn't want to let him go. In a 1995 press interview, Ferguson blamed the winger's agent, who had been trying to engineer a move for more than a year. Clubs were getting faxes, alerting that Andrew Kidd's Celsius was going to become available more than a year ago. I have seen faxes, 
and I think you have to look at his agent and say, this is real heavy stuff, this. I mean, some of the meetings with him, the chairman and I, oof, it's incredible. Real godfather stuff, real stuff, amazing stuff. Couldn't believe it. What threats? Oh, I think there's a few threats there, all right. Absolutely, I think there's threats. <laughs> There was one point I just had to laugh at the, the, the look at the chairman's face. He's, you see the look in his face saying, what is going on here in this world? But once we got to that and that stage and that, listened to all that diatribe, we just had to let him go. And then I'll tell you, he's let down Manchester United, as far as I'm concerned. He let Manchester United down. In his autobiography, Ferguson recalled another incident. He wrote, his agent presented me with a gift, 40000 in cash. Concerned about potential scandal, given the recent memory of George Graham, who was caught taking bribes, Fergie documented and deposited the cash to the club until they could return it. For Konchelskis, he felt his relationship with the manager was untenable following an argument. He had his sights on Everton. I think in life it's always important not to look back that I want to be looking forward now to the future, my future with Everton, rather than looking back and trying to find fault with anybody. Unbeknownst to Fergie, a contractual clause entitled Konchelskis to 30% of any future transfer fee. He also found out that the winger's former club, Shakhtar Donetsk, were also entitled to 30% of any transfer fee, complicating matters further. United didn't want to give up 60%. They needed the Shakhtar problem to be resolved. Manchester United uh, never wanted Andrei Konchelskis to leave, uh, but uh, once uh, uh, we'd accepted that he, he was intent on going, we clearly made it quite clear that there were certain prerequisites that had to be satisfied, and at the moment those prerequisites haven't been satisfied. Despite Ferguson's efforts to convince him to stay, Konchelskis chose to part ways, later admitting it was a mistake. Jokingly, he remarked that had he stayed, no one would have heard of David Beckham. 60% of the fee was not going to United. They were hesitant on the deal with Everton. But a promise from Konchelskis' agent to resolve the Shakhtar problem seemed to pave the way. Soon after, Manchester United received a fax from Shakhtar stating that they waived their right to a cut. Job done. Or so it seemed. Two months later, Shakhtar came calling for their £1.5 million debt. It seemed like the agent had played both clubs. The situation took a darker turn on October 15, 1995, when the president of Shakhtar, Alexander Bragan, and five of his bodyguards were killed in a bomb. The explosive device went off at the moment and Bragan was entering the stadium. Though there's no evidence that either are linked, this transfer was weird, more intricate than the average. Kanchelskis, right out. Kanchelskis, yes! Andre Kanchelskis has scored his first goal for Everton. And he scored it against Liverpool at the top end. I should think that's pretty much the way he dreamt it last night. It took five weeks for United and Everton to iron out the differences. 
In his first two appearances, Kanchelskis had two wins. The winger was off to a flyer. His full debut for Everton was against his former club, Manchester United, at Goodison Park. A challenge from Lee Sharp saw him miss a month. Turns out Sharp didn't see his former pal like a corner flag. If you know, you know. Andre would come back to solidify his cult hero status, scoring in a Merseyside derby at Anfield. Yep, that will do it. After 52 appearances and 22 league goals, Kanchelskis decided to move to Pastures New. In January 1997, he signed for Florentina for £8 million. At the time, the transfer fee was the most expensive for a Russian player. 1,500 Florentina fans turned up to watch Kanchelskis in his first training session. And though he passed his medical, his time at the Italian club was marred by injury. Florentina's owner, Vittorio Cecigori, said the club had been AC Milan, Real Madrid and Ajax to sign Kanchelskis. The winger did come back to England though, signing for the blue half of Manchester. He also played for Al Hilal in the Saudi Pro League and in 2002, Andre, aged 33, signed for Southampton, making just two appearances. Despite his strange transfer to Everton, the winger was a sensation. He was rapid and it was a resounding success at United and Everton. If I was, say, Graham Souness, I'd say, I come back to it. Andre Kanchelskis gets people off the feet and he terrorises defenders. In footballing terms, he left defenders for dead and he was a good old-fashioned winger. His goal against Oldham in the FA Cup semi-final for United and his goal against Nottingham Forest for Everton will live long in the memory. <laughs> 